Welcome everyone to the Carolina Outdoors. We're going to get this pony saddled up and ride away and glad that you are with us. Everyone, I'm Bill Barty, sitting alongside co-host Christopher Lawing. Christopher, welcome to the program. We've got a busy program of talking traditions here on the program. We're going to talk to Ed Billick of WBT Sports about college football, opening day kickoffs, and why that tradition is a part of our community, why it makes such a big deal to us, why on the Carolina Outdoors are we going to be talking about that. Part of the reason is because the best college football games are held outside out in the weather whether you're in the sun of september as people are going to be this labor day weekend during kickoffs several games here on saturday for those listening to us via the airwaves of wbt radio as we bounce up and down the eastern seaboard or those that subscribe to us via podcast highlights of the carolina outdoors Then we go from the warmth of September and then get into the weather of October and then November. But right now, for the most part, all of these college football teams are undefeated and looking towards success for the entire season. And then a little bit later on in the program, we're going to have Sampson Parker Jr. on the program. He is the North Carolina Wildlife Resource Officer for Mecklenburg County. And why is that important? It's because dove season is opening day as well. So for many people who are out there dove hunting, it starts right before sunrise Saturday morning. Then you'll have noon kickoff, so you'll get to enjoy via whether it be here on WBT, listening to the Tar Heels, play Appalachian State, or whatever your favorite team is in out in a dove field. Um, we're co-joining these wonderful traditions. We're also going to talk to you, Christopher, about some traditions. Mainly, Charlotte, the signs of the times. And You're the guest curator over at the Charlotte Museum of History here in town. And I was able to go over to see that exhibit on Saturday just to check it out. It's kind of like not just being in the present day, Charlotte, but it's also a little walk through history of Charlotte through signs. That's right. That's right. And it is a wonderful trip down memory lane for those who have lived it. But it's also a wonderful experience for those who may not be familiar with some of these iconic Charlotte tried and true tradition locations. So highly recommended for anyone to jump over there to the museum and experience uh, the exhibit. But you're right. Traditions is kind of the focus of this morning. And uh, we definitely have a few more to talk about before our full show gets underway. What kind of traditions do you want to talk about, Bill? Well, I'm going to stay with the, the sign tradition, a history told through the Queen City's classic roadside signage you did a, a, a talk over there i guess it was an artist statement or a curation statement over at the um charlotte museum of history where you talked about signs not just being for those who grew up in charlotte seeing these iconic jfg signs or ratcliffe's flowers signs or the famous open kitchen restaurant signs 
it's also for people who are new to this community. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah. How how is that? Why is that? Well, you got to learn about the beautiful cultural traditions that we have as a community here in Charlotte and some of our history, where our culinary tastes have come from, and some of the uh, amazing stories behind a lot of these signs and businesses that generations of Charlotteans have experienced and been a part of and had memories with. And these signs really become a visual part of our community's uh, soul and identity. And it's amazing the range of emotions that people have when they see either images of or the real signs that used to grace some of these businesses. It is um, an eye-opening experience, but just a, a fun way to learn about the Charlotte area, especially if you maybe aren't as familiar with it as uh, some long Long-time Charlatans. Well, you're director of the Charlotte Signs Project, and congratulations. A few years ago, you packaged these signs, not all of them, but a lot of them together in your book, Charlotte, The Signs of the Times. And Christopher, one of the uh, culinary restaurants uh, on the cover is called the Penguin Drive-In. And I would say the Penguin Drive-In is a look back in Charlotte's culinary past. But off air, you told me that it's a look also into its culinary future. What was that about? Well, for those who know and have experienced the Penguin Drive-In, they they understand what the Penguin Drive-In was. And originally, the Penguin Drive-In opened in the mid-50s from a gentleman named Jim Ballantyne, who uh, kept this... Uh, renamed this eatery, this drive-in that was already in existence and kind of built it into the empire that it became. But really in the 2000s, the family turned over the operation of that restaurant to a a trio of gentlemen who uh, launched the Penguin to national acclaim. Even Guy Fieri of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives filmed a whole segment and episode at the Penguin Drive-In, which was located in the Plaza Midwood area. And sad enough, as you can look back in news reports and history books, the Penguin Drive-In fell from operation in, you know, the early 2010s or so when um, management and uh, some nasty feuds took place. And so the Penguin Drive-In was lost from Charlotte until recently. There was a gentleman who purchased the brand and is bringing it back, rather I should say has brought back the Penguin Drive-In in the Dilworth neighborhood. So on the other side of Charlotte from where it originally started, right off East Boulevard across from Kid Cashew, and they just had their first official opening day, so their first official opening week is upcoming. But they have all types of foods, it looks like, from their famous fried pickles to more modern takes, such as an ahi-seared tuna salad and some, I think, broth soups, you know, with different culinary influences, yeah, across the world. Wow. So it's 
the same, but not the same. The same, but not the same. And a lot of people have commented how the name is the same, but the food is totally different. So I still have not yet been. I look forward to going. The interior of the restaurant looks uh, pretty wild. They have a beautiful <laughs> old picture of a Charlotte theater marquee back in the 30s or 40s. So that's a cool neat little um, trick that they have but uh, it's a it's an amazing space and I think a lot of people will enjoy going uh, when they go well we're going to check out the book and check out the restaurant in the meantime we're going to take a break he's Christopher Lyon I'm Bill Barty you're listening to the Carolina Outdoors